Welcome, marvelous makers and art appreciators to the Art Space Podcast. Brought to you by Lemon Street Gallery and Art Space. Located at 4601 Sheridan Road. My name is Jake Hoy, and here's my co host, Shelby Nesmith. And we're here tonight with Jason Hedman. Hello. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming, Jason. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. We have an, our inaugural, is that the right word? Our first initial time. first podcast. <laughs> Here it is. We're doing it. We are podcasting. Yes. And we were so happy to have a podcast professional joining us. Oh, professional. I don't know about professional. that. Professional. I mean, uh, what at what level do you become a professional? I guess. Yeah, I suppose. If you make money, right? Is that where, where it is? Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, I, I make very, I don't make any money myself, but <laughs> okay. So you're money. not a professional. <laughs> I generate money that goes to a different, uh, different way out. There, there is a all the money that comes in goes out. So yeah. So mm -hmm. podcast professional. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, K Town yeah. Connects podcast. I've heard of that. Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, have you? I think so. You've been a guest on here, here and there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's a great podcast. Everybody tune into that. We'll get to that in the plug section. Oh, yeah. sorry. Did I yes. jump ahead? No, no. <laughs> it's okay. There are no rules. Yes, there's no rules <laughs> podcasting. Um, and luckily, the magnificent podcaster is also an artist. So I'm um, going to kind of do a deep dive on him and um, how he got started in art. Very so. apropos to have an artist on the Art Space podcast. Yes. We're talking about sense. local art. And why not talk to a local artist? Wow, that, that makes sense, you know. Here we are surrounded by art in Lemon Street Art Gallery. Beautiful pieces. 4601 Sheridan Road. Oh, yeah. wow. He's the professional. Yes, he's the professional. <laughs> we are we little babies. LemonStreetGallery.org? LemonStreetGallery.org. Uh, Lemon yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Plug, plug, plug. You got the plug. <laughs> Check it out. Come on, stop in and, and, and visit us, please. By the way, I'm enjoying a wonderful tangerine dream from Rustic Road right in downtown Kenosha. Oh, we love Rustic it Road. It is delicious. 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 Yum. That's one of my faves. Is that an IPA? Uh, I think so. It's a... Like a milkshake Milkshake IPA, IPA yeah. Because <laughs> I don't like the really bitter ones that much. I like the, the peanut butter porter. I had one of those earlier. A porter. That's Peanut like butter. A, that's thick. Then. It's <laughs> thick, but it's like a peanut butter cup. So it's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> There's a dollop of peanut butter in the bottom of the it, glass. It kind of tastes like it might be. <laughs> so you get there as fast as you can, you know? Yeah. But yeah, support local. Got to support local. Always. Well, um, we're kind of feeling things out, how things are going <laughs> yeah. here. Um, when I listen to podcasts, this is the point where I shut up and the podcast host will talk. But now I am the podcast host, <laughs> so I need to not shut up. <laughs> which is going very much against my my intuition. And I need to go against my intuition and not talk and yeah. let you guys run the show and try to top in and go, we're sponsored by Russell Grove Brewery. I, I think I heard you slip up earlier and say uh, you, you've been on here uh, when when I meant, when you mentioned the K-Town Connects podcast. Did I? Yeah, you said like here, and it's like, oh, you think you're back in your podcast. <laughs> no worries, no worries. Yeah, yeah, well, you know. Good old Russick Road will do it to you. If, if we were, maybe it would be a little less awkward right now as I'm complaining about having to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Trying not to steamroll conversation, but also keep it moving along. That's okay. But we can have lulls. It doesn't have to be a constant yeah. stream of word vomit. Exactly. So we're, we're, we're relaxed here. We're chill. You know? First one. We're ready. I think. Or at least we are for this episode. <laughs> maybe next time. Maybe next time it's just going to be fiery. I'm just going to be zinging them out there. I don't know. Zinging the attention what? spans yes. everywhere today. I don't, <laughs> not firing on all cylinders. <laughs> I rarely am, in fact. <laughs> but we can start with our... We, we have some yeah. questions that we, we picked out to ask Jason. And hopefully he'll have some answers for us. Oh, boy. Um, if not... I swear it wasn't me. I wasn't there. <laughs> We promise this is not an interrogation. <laughs> Where were you on the night of December 15th? Get you up from me, Kappa. I ain't talking to you. <laughs> were you playing hacky sack by the lakeshore? Did you break your leg? Hey, that was, that was off the money. That is a reference there. that okay. nobody will get, except yes. some of Jason's hacky sack butts. Yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we got some questions, and we're going to ask them. And we're, can't wait. And then it's going to be a podcast. <laughs> Yeah. So um, let us know how you got started in art. Um, is there a certain age where kind of you knew you were going to be an artist? 
Uh, um, well, I guess I always had the urge to create. I, well, I come from my dad. Is an, well, he was. He doesn't do it much anymore. But he was an oil painter. He used to do that. He'd set up uh, at the art fairs and things like that. He'd be there selling his stuff. And he did stuff like that. When I was a kid, I'd be sitting there watching watch him do stuff like that. I also have music in my family, things like that. So I was kind of just like born to create something. I just want to create anything. Nice. Either like a great meal or a painting or a song or something or a fundraiser or something. I just feel this urge to create something. So when I was a kid, I'd like make my own little comic books and I'd steal all kinds of ideas from other things. I, you know, as a kid, but I would uh, just draw stuff and you know, just have fun with that kind of stuff. Make have my own little comic book company. Aww. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Did, it, did you have a name for your company? I think it was just called the Headman Comics or something like that. Very yeah. original, very kind yeah. of. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was going to say, we we also forgot to mention the sort of like dynamic between us as hosts here, whereas yeah. Shelby is an artist, mm-hmm. a very good artist at that. Ouch. And I am a not artist. I'm, I'm a bad artist. You're an I'm art one. appreciator and, a, and supporter, an and you are valuable. Yeah. <laughs> and I was going to say my insight to that is, whereas Jason always had the desire to create, I had the desire to take a nap when I was a kid <laughs> and to play a video game. <laughs> but, yeah, I didn't really get into video games. I never had a system of my own when I was oh, a kid. Man. Really? So I went to mm-hmm. friends' house to play Nintendo, but I never played it at home. And I, I liked stick. it. I liked it here and there, but I never really. I wouldn't sit there all day and play something, you know. Oh man, I got a Super Nintendo when I was like four, and the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same today. I have one of those old school systems that has like thousands of the. 80s and 90s games yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i'll play it for like an hour or two like a couple times a month and i'm like okay i'm good you know and then you go mm-hmm. and grab a pen but or... i stay away from the mario games because those <laughs> things will suck your ass in and oh that's... Playing, that's... you get angry stay away from those because that will suck your whole day <laughs> you know I or can... a sim city game Ooh. oh i like i like the sims in that game. that's a good way to stay up all night doing yeah. nothing those are those those i agree with i never grew up playing mario i had all the nintendo systems starting with super nintendo and i didn't have many mario games I was Pokemon. I was Zelda. Anyways, we're talking about video games. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, but well, we welcome we welcome uh, digressions hey. and stuff like that. So video games are art. There you go. There you there go. You Pixel go. art. Right? Yeah. Maybe so, we'll have a video game designer around someday. Yeah, some amazing. Kind of video game I love pixel art. There you go. It's pretty cool. Oh, I need a pen. <laughs> there you go. See, we're inspiring. Yes. <laughs> or maybe I don't want to take credit for that. No, no, that's good. It's good. But yeah, yeah. So you made comics and stuff kind of i mean it was it was lame and then we trade with uh or i would trade with a buddy of mine across the street he'd kind of make his own but he was not nearly as good or as active as i did i was like we're gonna do it yeah he'd do it once in a while okay here you go we trade him back and forth Aww. yeah it was just... kind of like artist trading cards we're like seven mine. years old yeah. and, and I, but i never really took art in high school and like that it's kind of i don't know I, my art's been kind of like a up and down throughout my life it's kind of come come and gone but i've always like involved and you know, want to create something i've always wanted want to do something you know i hate sitting around i have too many hobbies mm-hmm. <laughs> i know that too well <laughs> yeah i just like to stay busy i guess and and make something that you can give to someone or show to someone be like or have someone experience with you and it's like yeah isn't this cool and they're like yeah this is cool and you're like all right yeah. did you ever sell anything to anybody at an, an early age no, just like trade, I mean, music. Maybe. I mean, like tapes and stuff. Okay. Yeah, like, but um, not not any art. No. You wouldn't like put a price tag on the comic and say three I, bucks. I lost all of them. No, yeah, oh. no, no, I didn't sell any of them. But yeah, no, I lost all of them. But uh, no, no, I guess just music would be the only thing I've sold it up till you know my twenties. You know, I was in some lousy bands and. Okay, your own music. That's what I was gonna ask. Yeah, oh, that's what I mean. Yeah, bootlegging yeah. on the street. No, 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 no. I mean, I have done that too, but I got the new Steely Dan, <laughs> yeah. Steely Dan track. No, and like Live Nirvana. That was big back then. Oh yeah, yeah. Share those with people, but uh, no, I, I was in a couple of, like punk bands, stuff like that. We did, and we recorded nice. our own music. Awesome. Some avant-garde kind of stuff. Cool. But uh, yeah. So I've always been doing something. Here's a sort of related question: what uh, What do you think might be your earliest art memory whether it's something you made yourself or something somebody else made or you saw something it would be being with my dad at the art fairs yeah and seeing like his stuff and he he did good stuff i was he did a lot of landscapes kind of thing and animals and stuff like that it's cool and i wish he got back into it he just hasn't been doing anything oh Mm -hmm. so 
But yeah, he had, he had some skills. So yeah, he had like the art fairs, like the summertime art fair kind of thing down yeah. in Kenosha here. We'd go down to that. Is that and, the Civic Center Park one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd, I'd sit there in the grass and he'd sit there. I'm sure he was high. I'm sure he, <laughs> wandered, he probably wandered off and smoked a joint somewhere and came back. Yeah. My dad was like the hippie guy back then in the oh, 70s. And cool. I was like the little hippie kid with equally long hair. <laughs> oh, what a pretty girl. Oh, no. Mm, I'm a boy. <laughs> I had that a lot too. I, yeah. My hair wasn't even that long. Oh, I had nice long hair. Pretty hair. Yeah. I was a kid uh, that got told pretty, and I go, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But I guess um, I got back into art. Uh, it would have been in my early 30s, really. And that was when uh, I spent the whole decade before that just like being a bartender and sleeping with women and doing lots of drugs and drinking a lot and just having a great time. And I got custody of my daughter. She's, she was 14 at the time. Have some trouble, so I got custody of her. She moved in, and I started going to Gateway for graphic design. I started getting into art then. Again, they started doing it to me, you know. And uh, after that, I graduated from there with a graphic design degree, and I went to Parkside for an art degree. And that's where I took a class with Dennis Bayusic at Parkside. He's retired now, but he was a, a painting uh, professor, and he kind of got me into painting a lot. And I still have a couple of the paintings from back then. They're not that great, but they're they're kind of fun. Look back on, so, see your progress. So yeah, yeah. It's important to see that I think as an artist to look back on what you've done and where you're at now. So yeah, so I did like the layout kind of stuff at Gateway, and then I got into other stuff at Parkside. Um, the graphic design helped out a lot because I did a lot of logo designs, did a lot of flyers for a while. I was doing that, you know, nice. and, I, and then uh, yeah. Okay, this is going to be a recurring segment on the show. It's called Jake's an Idiot. Okay. And uh, so my <laughs> knowledge of art is lacking. When you say layout, what, what's that mean? You, you did layout at Gateway? Uh, graphic design. It's, layouts are like like what I do now. Okay. You like place things and you create something maybe not so artistic but more of a functional like a magazine. Yeah. Like you, you lay it out where you do, like where the pictures go, where the type goes. Make sure the type's set up right. Make sure that it's not like bumped over the wrong way and make sure the headlines lined up right and all that stuff. And Okay. Consistent font sizes and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I would do this for like flyers, things like that. I would generate band logos and create those. And oh, then I would, wow. And I would like find art and usually steal it legally and place it <laughs> in a flyer and you know trim it out and make like collages of things like that for a band show or something coming up. I do mm -hmm. did a bunch of those back in the day. Guerrilla graphic cool. design. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we had like a tragedy where we lost a friend of ours. I did a benefit show and I designed the artwork for that, and that was still this place on the T-shirts and things like stuff like that. You know, okay. that's more like layout kind of thing. Okay. Okay. So. Cool. Thanks yeah. for explaining it to me like I'm five. <laughs> we need we need that to make art approachable. But at Parkside, I got yeah. into so many uh, different mediums. It was almost like kind of confusing and kind of like almost like overwhelming because like each class is totally different. So you had to buy all these new supplies. You had, oh, this is watercolor. Oh, this is acrylic. Oh, this is, uh, you're working in clay. So you need all the clay toys. You know, it's all this different. This is a uh, drawing. So you need all the pencils. So it was, it was a good mix. I got to change things up, and I got to experiment with, like, 3D stuff. I did a lot of that stuff. I did the uh, Nighthawks from Edward, uh, Edward, Edward Hopper. Yeah. I did that in a 3D uh, clay. Oh, cool. With, like, the cafe Ooh. with the roof and everything. And there was a, a light underneath there that kind of worked a little bit. And I had, like, a house in behind, a building behind it, like, an office building behind it. Yeah. That was so, so cool. Yeah. It was cool. That was one of my favorite pieces when I was like an angsty teen because I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm alone. Edward Hopper's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his other stuff's, you know, I think I'm better. I like, but all those people kind of seem depressed. So that's what I yeah. don't like about yeah. it. Well, that's probably what I liked about it. <laughs> I mean, they can look kind of perplexed or neutral, but when they look kind of just like, ugh, my life sucks. I'm sitting in this room, looking out over the window. You know, it's kind of like, oh, come on, buck up, man. Yeah, buck up. <laughs> That was buck up, he said. So don't buck. Don't worry about editing that. Not yet. <laughs> so we've we've already touched on this a little bit too. But uh, one of our questions was, who was an early influence in your life? You mentioned your dad. You mentioned uh, one of your professors at Parkside, I believe. Yeah, Dennis Bujic. He was big. He, um. Yeah, I mean, are there I'm any sorry. others? Whether they're like you know, 
Van Gogh or what? I always liked my favorite artist is uh, Edward Monk. Okay. He's my the favorite. Scream. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's well, the famous. The I'm yeah. just so yeah. people know. Yeah. Yeah. There's other idiots like me out there. <laughs> I have the Hangover hanging in, uh, in my my hallway. I don't know that oh, nice. one. It, it looks. We'll it's, flash it's a, it on it's, screen. It's a woman right in the in her bed. She's like just laying back. She has a hand drift off the bed, and there's a bottle laying on the floor, and just a woman who had too much wine. Okay, so it's called a Hangover because she has a Hangover, not because her hand is hanging over the side of the bed. <gasps> Maybe, but. Maybe. <laughs> Duality out of the mouths of babes. <laughs> I have not seen the piece for reference. <laughs> oh, that was that was awesome. No, but I like Monk. I, yeah. I saw him down. Saw not him, but I saw his work down at the uh, Art Museum in Chicago years ago. And ever since then, I was like, oh yeah, this guy's cool. He, just his images are are not they're not as depressing as Hopper in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but they still like capture like these people and they bring questions, that, which is what I try to do in my art. Is mm-hmm. I, I try I put a lot of people in there, and I want the there to be a question that you're t- asking them. You're like, well, 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 why are you doing this? What are you doing there? And I think Moonk has a lot of that in his work, and that, yeah. I appreciate that. We've made it, I don't know how long, because I can't see how long it's been, but we've made it this far without me somehow tying this into weather, which is a miracle in and of itself, but I'm about to break that streak uh, because we mentioned the scream and Jason may have scoffed at it and that's okay, Uh, but there is a tie-in to weather with that. Really? Yeah. There's a fun fact for everybody here. So there's there's an event in meteorology and in world history called the Year Without a Summer, and I believe... I'm going to mess the year up, but I want to say it was 1815, somewhere around there. There was a huge volcano eruption in Indonesia. I think it was Mount Tambora erupted. And it was so massive that the the ash ejected into the stratosphere, and it basically caused them to not have a summer that year. It was dreary and cold. They yeah. had frost in July in Boston, that kind of stuff. And it also made very colorful sunsets. Mm. And it said that that inspired the colorful sunset behind the figure in the scream. Mm. The the it's like an orange, if I recall. It's it's yeah, it's very colorful. Cool. Yeah. And they said that that was probably inspired by the colorful sunsets that year that were unusually colorful, and that uh, that also inspired Mary Shelley to write Frankenstein because oh. it was a dark. She she went oh. on vacation to like Italy or Switzerland or something like that, and. Uh, it was very dark and dreary the whole time, and they just basically stayed in that whatever old castle that they were staying in, and she thought of Frankenstein. Hmm. Wow. So. You know, it's interesting about Munch and the Scream is that, I mean, these classic artists that are admired do these kind of weird things where he took the Scream and kind of did another piece called Anxiety, where, I don't know if you're familiar with that piece, but it's like kind of the same thing, but it's like people, three people kind of walking down that bridge. And kind of the same kind of background and almost um, very, very similar. You just kind of like swapped them out. And I'm like, if I do that, people are going to think I'm lazy, but, you know? <laughs> but this but guy. Maybe oh, it's, it's deep, though, because it's like. Or maybe one of them he kept behind his dresser and like, I didn't like that one. I like this yeah. one better. And then he died and I was like, oh, here's this one, too. Wow. Part of the series. <laughs> you know, yeah. maybe. Because I, I have that. I'll do a piece first. I'm like, okay, that one's okay. But I'll start all over and do the whole thing again. And mm-hmm. Better, you know? Yeah. Instead of painting over it, because yeah. sometimes it is better just to, like an etch a sketch. Well, then you kind of yeah. yeah, but then you kind of keep the other one, kind of remind you. Okay, this is what I want to do right. This is what I want. I'm gonna That's change. what I was going to ask: is do you keep it and but you don't show people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll keep it and then I'll throw it away eventually when I clean my room. <laughs> you put little notes on it, like I want to shift yeah. this over here, maybe yeah. more or something like that. It's, yeah, it's all in my head though. It's kind of like. <laughs> well, I've been using uh, these acrylic pens lately. And if you use them on, and you want to move the black lines, you can't cover it with white or oh, yellow. It's on there. <laughs> or really red. <laughs> I mean, I, I put like six coats of white over top of these lips, and they would they were not coming through. And I had oh. I had to draw them first over overlay them. Nope, don't overlay them. Just wait. Experimenting when you try new stuff. Yeah, it's fun, but man, sometimes you really hit a wall and you're like why <laughs> I, I pushed it a little too far <laughs> kind of know when to stop yeah i need to push myself a little more i used to push yeah. myself too much i was i was getting weird i was like having like using pieces of glass mixed in with my paint on the, on oh. the canvas i think i was doing the kind of weird mixed media kind of thing sounds dangerous this sounds interesting 
it's just kind of a mess and just oh, okay. and, and <laughs> maybe because the final product wasn't all that great maybe if i had done that with something better you know maybe but then i use like my hair i still have oh my god i, don't want, I can't <laughs> say this in the pocket yes i can yeah you can <laughs> i still have a little glass jar of some fingernail clippings that oh. i saved for artistic purposes is what okay. i tell my girlfriend and my psychiatrist <laughs> okay <laughs> all right we're not accusing for artistic anything purposes <laughs> Because I wanted to chop them up and mix them with the paint for a true self-portrait. Oh, I think that's fun. Oh, because it is your own yeah. DNA. My DNA would be in the picture. Okay. So. I thought you were going to like yeah. put it over your fingernails. Like, <laughs> just glue it on there. And then it's like, Whoa. wow, you did a great job on those fingernails. They're so realistic. <laughs> Life-size. You're onto something. <laughs> They're tough to line them up just right. Oh. I want to grind them down. And you gotta, good then you got to buy a fingernail grinder. Do you have a grinder I can borrow? Like a, a food processor I yeah. can borrow? And I'm definitely going to use that for my coffee tomorrow morning, too. Totally not lop off a hand like, in the process. Mm, this tastes like Jason's fingers. <laughs> oh <my laughs> it's one of those podcasts where <laughs> we go there. <laughs> Nothing wrong with going there. Nothing wrong. Hey, well, it's art. It's art. Yeah, Little it kids is. aren't listening to a podcast about art. No. Oh, no. So we can be a little adult here. They got bored and, and dozed yeah, off yeah. Oh, yeah. right in the oh, middle yeah. of my speech about the year without a summer. <laughs> no, that was Wait, very what? interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jason dozed off, too. <laughs> but that was cool. Just throwing it back, how it transcends the visual arts and also literary arts. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't planned. Uh, I think we're going to take a little break here and, and we'll be back to, to talk more art with Jason Hedman. Yeah. So we are back from our break. Um, and what a break it was. Breaktastic. <laughs> Lots of fun off um, off air stuff. But <laughs> we're, we're learning. Did I mention this is our first podcast? <laughs> we are learning. We're learning a lot. And and Jason has just been wonderful to join us here and helping us out. Yeah, he, he knows the ins and outs of oh, yeah. podcasts and art and being a cool guy. Oh wow! Well, wow! <laughs> what more could you want? Got I'm it so all. Honored. I'm so honored. <laughs> I'm touched, guys. Uh-uh. Oh well. Again, thank you for joining us here. Um, we'll we'll hop back into the art yeah. discussion if if that's okay with everybody. Here's a question: mm-hmm. What? What's your motivation to create? Like we mentioned how you just felt, felt the need to, but how about now fast forward to today, you know, and what, what makes you do what you do? I, you also mentioned, you also mentioned something about um, asking questions. Is there a reason for the question? Oh, with my art? Yep. With your art. Well, I, I think there's so much art out there that can be amazingly beautiful, but boring as hell. You know, I, I think uh, a lot of a lot of artists, you know, that are well known from the most popular to people locally, are in their own little rut of doing their own little thing. I think you need to create something that people have a question for, or is asking them a question. There's be questions going one way or the other, mm-hmm. you know, between you and the art you're viewing. Otherwise, what's it worth? It's not, it has to it has to if it tells you something, then you're going to ask something from it mm-hmm. as well. And it goes back and forth. There's an interaction between yes. the artist interaction. and the viewer. That's yes. what I'm looking for. Thank you, Jake. Hey, that's what I'm here for. Run the road. No, I'm talking about shit. Just um, then going back on that question, do you want to create a dialogue? Do you want people to talk to you to find meaning? Or do you no. want... No. Okay. Because I don't have the answers. Okay. There you go. I, I, mean, I could have an idea of what it might be, mm-hmm. but maybe it's not. You're throwing a question I'm out just there. Giving you the image. That's all I'm You're giving you. Starting the conversation. Yeah, I mean, how you see it and how you take it is. And I'm talking all deep and stupid and stuff about <laughs> my stuff. My stuff isn't that yeah. great, like that. But yeah, it is. Some of the stuff. Some, you don't even know. I know. I, I, I know your art. <laughs> We've seen it with our eyes. <laughs> I was gonna like mention specific pieces just to like show off that like I know like I've I've bought Jason's art in the past. Full yeah. disclosure, a, a print, but you know because I'm not breaking in the funds right now. But um, there's one piece of yours where there's an African American guy drinking from a uh, drinking fountain and the sign in the background says whites only it says right? it on the drinking fountain itself on the drinking fountain it's itself. a classic photo from yeah. the 60s mm-hmm. that that was it was made famous so it's not a new idea that came up with it's something that i just took that and 
uh, put my own little variant on. And I started that three years ago, and it took me a while to finish, but I, mm-hmm. I'm happy with it. Yeah. And there's another one of yours where with a, a lady on a pool table, I believe. Ah, yes. <laughs> that was another one that was inspired from a cover of Screw Magazine in 1976. Screw I pretty much stole the idea and just painted it. Now, what kind of magazine is that? <laughs> I think it's like a hard R mad magazine. Okay, because I was going to say, it's not like Playboy or something. No, it's not like totally hardcore, but it's uh, naughty stuff. Okay. From what I remember. I something that interested a young a young Jason. Well, no, I, no, I, I, found, I found that recently. I found oh, okay. the last couple of years. I, I saw you. that image. I was like, oh, I got to paint that, which a lot of times that happens. Some stuff just comes to me. Some stuff I see something. Some stuff I, you know, I'll copy it. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. You know, just draw it and paint it. People are doing it forever. So um, yeah. don't call me a cheater. <laughs> <laughs> Tracing paper exists. It, it, oh, yeah. And what do you use it for? Yeah, exactly. There it's a tool. <laughs> yes. It's a tool. Carpenters yeah. use hammers. They don't hammer their stuff in with their fist. They're not making nails out there. They're not chopping down trees. You a know? lot of my stuff, I'll, you know, and this is a trick that other artists can use. You're not cheating. I will print out a 16 by 20 sheet of, I'll like do like the layout kind of like I used to do, but with like images kind of like even not even the person I'm doing, but just like someone that looks kind of like the them essence of it, and get yeah. their, their facial features where they're the placements, things like that. And then use a tracing paper and okay. draw it out there. Their eyes are there. Their nose, their mouth is there. Their face goes there. Cause if I do it by freehand, I'll be staring at that thing. And I'm like, that eye is <laughs> much <laughs> off. Oh, it doesn't, it's not right. I am I am my own worst critic. I'll admit that. I that's, I think that's the fault of every artist. Uh, yeah, and not hurts. just art. I know as mm-hmm. uh, in my own life, <laughs> I'm I'm the one that sees the things that I I messed up and other people are like, "Oh, that's great." And I'm like, "No, yeah, it's not. This yeah. is wrong." <laughs> yeah. I get over that hurdle and just got to make something. Got to put something out there like this I podcast. Like We're this podcast. Getting <laughs> yes. over that hurdle, going for it. So. Yeah. Um yeah. I I sort of had a related question. So we mentioned earlier that you don't necessarily want to have that conversation personally with, with the person. Well, I don't like people if you know that. Yeah, I know. I'm in, I'm in the same ballpark yeah. here. We're graced with your presence tonight. But I am kind of introverted, though, around strangers, though. Me too. Yeah. yeah. That's perfectly fine. But I, I was wondering, like, um, do you... Have you had like an art show? You go to you go to shows and sell your artwork, and do you, people will tell you, ask you questions and stuff. Do you like that or do you dislike that? I, I love that they're showing interest. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. I'm not annoyed by that. I mean, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Hey, you're interested in my piece and you want to talk to me about it. That's I'd love to hear what you think about it. That'd be great. And one of the I'll be at the art market every year this every month this summer. Oh yeah. Good good chance for a promo here. Definitely yes. come check out third, third Sunday, Sunday of every month. June from, through October. Yeah. Over at 10 a.m. Uh, to 2 p.m. At Union Park yeah. in downtown Kenosha, north side of downtown. Come but, see Jason Hedman Art, Facebook. Yeah. Yes, and you'll see That's me setting H-E-D-M-A-N. up. H e d m a n. Well, mine will be in the <laughs> yeah. title, so you'll yes. Check we links got in you. the description. We got you. We got you. <laughs> links in the description. But where I was going with that is, have you ever had a comment about your art that is very stands out in your mind? If it's like a funny comment that somebody made, or or maybe something that's like stuck stuck with you over the years. The thing that really sticks with me goes way back yeah i had a piece banned from the gateway art show Ooh. when i was going to gateway this is when i was more into graph design so we were doing a layout but we had to do a um mock-up magazine cover you can do whatever you want but it'd be look like a magazine cover you know with everything UPC symbol <laughs> everything the whole thing logo all that stuff i'm like okay so my grandpa used to get this magazine called gourmet when i was mm. a kid had recipes things like that mm-hmm. written in nice font up on the top script font gourmet all fancy so i took that and i did cannibal gourmet oh edgy and i had my buddy worked at manja and we took like this halloween decoration of like a severed foot and brought it down and he set up like a nice little table spot for me i want the tails the white nice white cloth tablecloth beautiful like silverware and everything like that all set around and slapped that Foot ran around the plate, <laughs> put some grapes around it, and took some pictures. And that was my cover, and it was the cover of Cannibal Gourmet. And 
on the top it said, why is grandma off limits? Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's like, eat lean, eat leg was a big headline. Oh my goodness. And it wasn't allowed in the oh, Gateway on. Art Show. Is... Oh. Now, see, I love that. It and... was banned. No. And then, to add insult to injury, this other piece I did, a digital art piece, mm-hmm. which don't get me started on digital art because I can go on that. But <laughs> this thing I did for less than five minutes of work, I did. I took a picture of Didi Ramon playing his bass, trimmed him out, and then did like four different effects on each one. Boom, 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 and lined them up across like a gradient background. Mm-hmm. Took me, probably took me like 15 minutes, but still. <laughs> Got an honorable mention in the art show. I'm oh, like, wow. really? Come, oh, come on. on. Wow. <laughs> Campbell Gourmet would have wiped the floor with that. Come on. Maybe they felt bad because they made you not put in the Campbell Gourmet one. Maybe when oh, Grandma. Now, now, no, really? they, come on. They like my DD Ramon piece? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it looked cool, but it was still just so simple. And digital art's such like that. You just throw something together and like, oh, it looks up. Okay, it's art. Uh, I'm not kinda... I'm not the artist here, but I'm sure a lot of artists have had things where the one that they don't expect people to like, people like. Oh, and yeah. yeah. The one that their favorite one, people are like, oh, I could take it or leave it. And yeah. It's, yeah. It's funny how things take off. So that's what I've noticed with, uh, now that I'm selling my prints at the art market, mm-hmm. yeah, on Union Park, third Sunday of the month, uh, I'm selling prints of my stuff. So I need to try to create something that's like marketable. I can't. I can't just paint whatever I want and think that's cool because I don't have any room in my walls to hang it. Mm-hmm. So I need to create something that I can actually sell people. And I mean, I'd love to sell the painting itself, but if I can sell prints of it, that's even better. So mm-hmm. I sell prints of my pieces for $20 for a 8 by 10 in an 11 by 14 mat, ready to, ready to hang. Nice. Uh, those are 20 and then the larger size are 30 and those are uh i think 11 by 14 in a 14 by 18 mat maybe something like that but and i also have them framed as well for ten dollars more you can get the piece in a frame it's a frame from value village it's nothing fancy (laughs) but i clean it up and i kind of scuff out the stuff and you know make it look nice and i think of having affordable art for people is important yeah yes definitely yeah because my friends aren't going to spend two hundred dollars on a painting I was going to ask if you get offended when maybe a friend of yours that's been on your podcast a couple of times comes and doesn't buy a painting, he buys a print instead. No, no, no. That's awesome. So I was giving all my friends discounts on my paintings last year. That's how I sold 75% of my paintings at my art show last year. They'll give my (laughs) friends discounts. I was charging like 100 bucks bucks a painting. Go ahead. If you like it and you want to take it home, that's fine with me, man. There's different ways to show your support, and it doesn't always have to be monetary. Oh, Oh, for sure. For sure. Just showing the love. Yeah, like that's what we're doing here. Yes. Hopefully. But this, you can come out to the art market, you can get a $20 nice print and a mat ready to go. Set it right up. Nice. There you go. We'll see you there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. Um, dream project. If, you know, time, there's no time constraints, money is at your disposal, mm. you're inspired, what What's your dream project someday? What you making? Huh. It would be really cool if I was like commissioned by the city to do like old Kenosha paintings that would like hang in like all the government buildings around town. Yeah. Yeah. So if I did cool. like maybe like old aerial photos or old just like people standing in front of a bank kind of thing or just kind of because I've done a couple. One and a half old school Kenosha ones. Mm-hmm. One I did of the downtowner saloon in the twenties when it was mm-hmm. a grocery store. I've seen that one. Very good. Yeah, and that's actually hanging in the downtowner right now. Yeah. Oh, cool. So yeah, they bought it for me. They bought uh, it for me. Yeah. Shout hey. out to Dan and Terry. Dan and Terry at Nelson over at the downtowner saloon. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my work's hanging there. My work's all over town. <laughs> I think that's it. Actually, no. Hey, it's great. And yeah, I, I know you have a big interest in local history, mm-hmm. and for sure. There's a fantastic piece about the Orpheum Theater out there somewhere. Uh, yeah, you can uh, look it up on YouTube. On, it'll be on the K-Town Connects channel, uh, but it'll be the Orpheum 100 Years. I'll I, You can listen to me read you the story. Oh, I didn't know that. It's not up yet, okay. but it will be it a will time be. for this. Good. I can't <laughs> wait to listen to that. And with like hey. pictures of this in Orpheum, lots of like uh, snippets from the newspapers throughout the years, you know, like for a slideshow kind of thing while I read the story to you. Or you can go to haptoit.com, my main job at Happenings Magazine, 
mm-hmm. and you can find the uh, full story there. It's it's like a forty five minute read. Definitely check that out if you're local to Kenosha and interested in the history. It's an awesome oh, piece. The history of Orpheum, yeah, that was that was a fun in depth. Yeah, wasn't it? Oh my gosh, way more than anyone needs to know. <laughs> and yeah, Jason's going for his master's thesis in it, Kenosha. It history. was like doing a research paper, man. It was. It was. I, but I like research papers. Doctor Hedman over here. <laughs> I also have a history degree as well as yeah. art. Oh, nice. I, I graduated from Parkside with a double double major. Cool. Which got me where I am today. <laughs> so you're history and you're art, but you're not an art historian. Exactly. In fact, okay. I didn't even take the art history classes. Oh, because <laughs> our professor, I took, I was taking two at one time, and we had this new guy that came in, and he was all messed up. I guess he was on some drugs or something. Oh, boy. Because oh. he lasted like two weeks, and then he wouldn't come in the rest of the year. Oh. So we were allowed the option of either retaking the class for no charge we're getting an S, which means you get the credit, but it doesn't count towards your uh, your grade, your, your GPA. Stuff. Oh, GPA. Yeah, yeah but you, know, you get the credit for your for your for your degree. Oh, okay. Oh, that's yeah. nice. So I was like, yeah, give me the S. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking that. Love that S. <laughs> Satisfactory. That's what I stood for. Okay. okay. And uh, so I never took any art history really. So I don't. Oh, no. I'm like self-taught. I'm like. But your record shows you did. Yeah. yeah. Kind, kind of. I sat, satisfactorily. <laughs> You're satisfactory at art history. Right. Yeah. But I think that's kind of the best way to get into art history because you research what interests you and it becomes very kind of personal. So yeah. I, I think that's kind of a good way to go about it. Um, but it's also nice to you have to look back on history, art mm-hmm. history, and you can look at stuff and you're like, yeah, I'm better than that guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love about going in the galleries like here at Lemon Street, 4601 Sheridan Road, is that I can walk in here and I can look at stuff and have that feeling like both the ups and downs where I'm like, yeah, I'm better than that person. <laughs> and I look at it, so I was like, holy, wow, look at that. That's amazing. So I know I'm like in the middle there somewhere, and I'm happy being there. It's cool. I'm definitely not in the middle. I'm <laughs> looking at all of them going, I couldn't do that. Couldn't do that. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. Couldn't yeah. do that. But the, the, the weaker stuff makes me feel good, but then the better stuff makes me want to like do better. It's like, so it's motivation. Yeah. Best of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah. We've got all different range of talents here and um, we love to support artists wherever we can. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. You guys do great work here. Oh, thank you. They even let me hang around sometimes. Yeah. I heard you're a board member on Lemon Street. I'm on the board. Do you know any other board members here at Lemon Street? Um, I do. I do. I want to give a shout out to Jill Zorgelski. Oh, Jill. We (laughs) love Jill. She is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Who else is there? That's uh, Rex. Rex Stavenport, our president. Great guy. Yes. Awesome. Awesome guy. Do, do you know Christy? Yeah, Christy Matto. Christy mm. Matto. She's, she's an artist here as well. Okay. She's also okay. an artist. Yeah, cool, artist cool. board member. Beth Derry. Beth, love her. Our executive director. She's Angel. An, she's an employee, though. She's not a board member. No. But... That's what some drunk told me to <laughs> in the street. Oh, yeah? Were you talking to somebody? Some guy. I don't know. Some loser. Ran into Rustic, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we're getting towards the end of our questions here. Already? Yeah. It's, you know, uh, how long have we been recording? Man, we've been at it for almost 50 minutes. 50 minutes. I haven't 50. even finished my one quart of beer that I have from Rustic Road. <laughs> wow. You got to hurry up there. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, well, this does include a little jibber jabber in the beginning. So, yeah. We can keep going. That's yeah. up to you. There's no, there's no rules. No rules. Um, but I was going to say one of our, one of our questions we wanted to touch on is, you know, we have an art community here in Kenosha mm-hmm. in Racine. We're, we're kind of covering the whole area between like Milwaukee and Chicago, yeah. even including Milwaukee and Chicago, if, if that's the case. So for sure, we, we have a, we have a local community here. We wanted to get your thoughts on that community. What's good, what's bad, what mm-hmm. we can work on, what you'd like to see. Yeah. Any projects you have in mind that do you think we can get together and work on? Um, kind of uh, just amplify your ideas and yeah, well, just get them out there. Last was it October. I went up to St. Paul, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a, I mean, the whole thing started with my dad lives up in northern Wisconsin with my niece. He has full custody of her up there. And uh, I, he was, she was, I was going to go up there and see her for some reason. You know, mm-hmm. She had some soccer game or something going on. I like, yeah, I want to go up there and see her. I haven't seen her in a while. Her dad's a loser, so I had to come in. And, <laughs> oh. So Uncle Jason has to be really cool. Oh, so, he's got, I wish I had an Uncle Jason. Jason. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's pretty, he's pretty awesome. 
So uh, I was going to go up there anyway. So I started looking at art stuff going on in the area because I, my car was all loaded up from doing the art market every Ooh. month. Yeah. Because I did not unload my car because I live on a second story. <laughs> yeah, no. And I don't have any storage. I live in a two-bedroom apartment upstairs. If I get myself in my car and I'm going to use it next month, it's staying in my car until next month. <laughs> and so, for those that didn't make it to the art market last summer, Jason had the best tent of all time. Oh, I've never seen a better tent. And I'm being tent. very sarcastic right I know. now. I got a new one. I, I had to help him one. set it up every time. Oh, no. <laughs> it poles and plastic. and Oh, oh this sorry. guy named Donnie bought it for me. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. I've heard of him. Yeah, nice yeah. guy, Donnie. Donnie Stancato, yeah. Mm-hmm. He bought the wrong one. But, <laughs> but you got a new one. So I do have one new one. It's all ready to go. Anyways. Nice. But what was I cut you off. Sorry, yeah, I had to make the Minnesota. joke about the tent. You were you were in Minnesota? St. Paul for wow, um, St. Paul, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went up there. I was looking in the area of uh, some art shows where I could sell something. I'm like, okay, great. And I found this place in St. Paul. Now, if you know the area at all, there's St. Paul and Minneapolis is a mm-hmm. river that divides them. Yeah, it's two huge cities, so it makes like a huge uh, metropolis kind of thing. And <clears throat> there's this art show going on in this factory right on the river and I looked it up and it was like uh, some kind of studio thing where they do like an open house. So I sent a message like, Hey, can I get on this? They're like, okay. And they charged me like 30 bucks or 40 bucks for the one day. I did I did the Saturday. That's all I did. <laughs> I'm like, okay, all right, I'll do it. And uh, <clears throat> the place was really cool. Cause it was like a factory where you walk in, it's on the fourth floor of this factory building. And there's all these little studios built in there. And everyone, there's dozens, like two dozen at least, maybe more, like lying on each side of the wall. And they all share a bathroom, the utility sink, all that stuff. But each have their own little nook where they do their artwork, they do their stuff, they have electricity. And they all kind of do the thing together and they do this art show together. So that's what I would see coming to Kenosha. It's coming that around to that. Cool. Is yeah. this, we have like these factories we could use possibly. Yeah. These spaces we can use to transform them into that where people will rent them out at affordable prices mm-hmm. that don't break their bank, that will actually generate enough income to support it and you know, kind of help bring the community together as a whole. So it, was, it was really cool. And then they have a show there to get people to come in and yeah. to it. You get to see the place. I sold one to... piece. Well, oh. yeah, that was rough. Oh, the, no. the, yeah. the turnout was really bad. I don't, I don't know what happened. The, the turnout the night before, they said it was really good because they had live music that night. Oh, okay. And then the day I was there, they had nothing. I was kind of like, oh. mm-hmm. so it was a, it was a lousy turnout, but it was still an awesome place. Yeah. Nice. So, so um, there's a 16th Street Studios in Racine that kind of work out of a factory building, and they have studios. Mm. Um, and then they have an open house. So twice a year, they have um, you can come in and see their studios and stuff. Very cool. So that's kind of what this was. And I, I was in the hallway. Yeah. I yeah. sat up there with my table. He's like, yeah. I don't have a studio yeah. here, but here's my art. <laughs> well, yeah, there's a couple of us. You know, they left oh, up there. Yeah. Yeah, I was but, coming from out of town and. Yeah, I, I think it's important to have affordable studio space to have a community there because it, it's intimidating to get involved with the art community, to jump in. It's yeah. it's a big thing to do it. So I think that would help a lot of people if they had a similar structure. But um, then I asked myself, I was like, would I really use, use it as much? Because mm-hmm. it's so much easier for me to go into our second bedroom and my little one-third section yeah. of the bedroom where mm-hmm. I have my stuff set up and paint there and go to the bathroom and take a break, go have lunch or mm-hmm. walk the dog and do like this and that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so it's that balance. Would I need a, would I, yeah. Like, uh. Yeah. And I, I run into that too, where like, I imagine, you know, doing my work, you know, at a coffee shop or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. It's, you know, very picturesque and, and then I just end up like sitting on my couch yeah, oh, or, yeah. or, you know, just something, just whatever's easier. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. but you know, maybe if you had that at your disposal, that would inspire a, something new in you you know and and it sometimes it depends on the type of artist that you are because there's some people that like just i want to be in my room let me create and just have my space and then there's people that want to be interrupted and just hey hi how are yeah. you yeah, yeah so it just kind of depends how you are as an artist i know me personally i like to be locked away and not <laughs> interrupted yeah i could have i could see doing both mm-hmm. you have to log your stuff back and forth though oh yeah <laughs> not ideal yeah yeah, yeah. so it's like uh and then buying doubles no the thought of that nope nope. Nope, <laughs> nope, nope, nope nope it's funny like as a young non-artist dumb kid i like picture <laughs> i picture like you know maybe it's from like cartoons or something but like people like with their easel going to the river bank <laughs> and like Plenary licking paintings. their thumb and holding it up and I did looking at it 
Yeah? Yeah. Licked your thumb? The riverbank thing. <laughs> well, I, I, uh, the lighthouse painting that I did. That's very popular. Yeah, I, that's, that's the one I bought a print of. I sold tons of prints of that. But I painted that. Part of that is that the story behind it is even better because I went there on 4th of July morning. And was it 2019? It must have been. Okay. I went down to that spot, mm-hmm. unloaded all my stuff, walked my easel and set my easel up next to the picnic table. And I sat there at dawn. I got out there and started painting. Yeah. And I sat there and painted it while joggers were going by, while people were like reserving their spots for the fireworks. Oh, yeah. And everything's the whole Fourth of July thing is kind of building up that day. I was there till about ten, eleven in the morning, just painting. That's so oh, cool. That's awesome. People were running by, and they'd say, "Hey, it looks good," you know. I was like, oh, "And you get that energy." Yeah, and it was really cool. It was the first time I'd really painted like outside and like that. You know? Oh, that's so cool. So yeah, I did it in one morning. Done. Yeah. And it turned out great. Oh, <laughs> yeah, hey. people love the lighthouse. Yeah, it's a, it's that's, a that's what reminds me of how I talked earlier about how I need to do stuff that you know has some kind of mm-hmm. sellability. You know? Yeah. Right. So I got some ideas. I'm coming up with some ideas this year. Yeah, it's a balance of um, art for art's sake. Like you just make it because of aesthetics. So yeah. I keep smacking the mic. Goodness gracious. <laughs> I'm in the middle, okay? I gotta, We're getting fiery here. I got to go both sides. So I keep smacking the mic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but making art for art's sake, just aesthetics, and then getting into your deep personal art kind mm. of. So it's always a struggle to... Um, get the sellability of the kind of oh your greeting cards get those out whatever yeah yeah, yeah. you can't put that much passion into that and then well, but, but <laughs> yeah if you're doing something like greeting cards but if yeah. you're doing something like like i do it's like yeah i want to do something that's that, that has some appeal to to sell mm-hmm. but i don't have to do something because it has the appeal to sell i get to choose what i want to do so i'm still doing my own thing mm-hmm. no matter what i do i'm just oh, this is what i want to do but i think this will sell more than you know i do some you know, chick stare out the window and look all sad. Okay, yeah. <laughs> sunshine down on her. <laughs> Sorry, Edward Hopper, I didn't mean to pick on him. But... Uh, he may, is he listening? Is he alive? First of all, I'm sure he is. Would he okay. listen to this podcast? Or, yeah. Well, definitely he would if he could. That's our final oh, question. Yeah. If Edward Hopper was alive, would he listen to this podcast? <laughs> this episode for sure. Maybe not another one after this because he'd be like, oh my He'd get God. a Google alert. Oh yeah. my gosh, this is horrible. Some guy in Kenosha is talking about me. <laughs> Hashtag Edward Hopper. <laughs> that's nice to know that you create on your own terms and not out of like this other well, necessity. Like of I mean, most people. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say most people do, but I see some people don't. Some people cater a little too much to the yeah to what sells. Right. I think it's like and they, they get become like a generator of materials, mm-hmm. not so much of a creator of art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they get stuck in the rut, and then they need a. Yeah, that's one thing I, I I strive to is that I don't want people to be able to see my a new painting hanging up somewhere and go, oh, Jason Hammond did that. I don't want them to think that. You don't want to. I mean, some stuff they will. Yeah, I mean, some stuff they will. But I want them to see something like and look, whoa, oh, Jason Hammond did that. Wow. Mm-hmm. And not to expect that. That's kind of what I want to get more. Because there's so many artists, like I said earlier, that are just like doing their one thing there with their style, and that's what they have. And it could be great, and you know it could make them a lot of money, but it's boring, man. It's just come on, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm trying to tell myself too. Is like if I keep on doing the same thing over and over again, I gotta slap myself in the head and say, "Stop doing that, change it up, do something different." And I mainly work with acrylics and canvas because that's all all the space I have for things right now. You know, I I would love to get into sculpture and things like that, but. It's hard enough to sell a painting that I can store in a box somewhere. If I want to build a sculpture and try to sell that, don't. Mm-hmm. Where am I going to keep this thing? It's like, yeah. I mean, the, the hopper thing I did earlier, that, that's gone. It's destroyed. It's, oh. I just threw it away. Because oh. sat on a dress. I still have the, the background house, the, the office building in the background. Oh. But like the actual diner, I didn't like it that much. It like kind of got old and I was like, ah, toss it. No one's going to want it. Well. I, I and it's establishing when like okay I've learned from this piece I don't need to have it around I've learned from this piece <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't have to make my sad myself sad by looking at this piece <laughs> yeah. it can go 
Yeah, so. and you create things, and if you can't sell them, then what do you do with them? You just uh, keep. Yeah, I have boxes of stuff that they like stay in limbo. Like, what do you? Yeah, yeah, limbo. <laughs> yeah, like. Do I show it here, or is it gonna even sell here? It's like you want to say, hey, if I give you five bucks, you would take it home. Yeah, I yeah, I've got some pieces. I'd be like tempted that. to like say, hmm, does Aunt Myrtle need a Christmas present? Hmm. <laughs> I've done that a few times. Of I made this for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I totally did. I still have about five or eight pieces from last year's collection that I didn't sell. I'm like, I'm ready to throw them out. You know, hundred bucks, take them. You know, mm-hmm. just because I, I don't want to hold on to them. But then, because of a day when you want to do an art show mm-hmm. and you do all these great pieces that are hanging all over town in your friends' houses, and you're like, hey, can I? Borrow that piece, yeah. and, uh, you know. Uh, I, I want to use it for an art show because you get to fill a bar or something with yeah. stuff, and you only have like the six, seven pieces you've done recently because everything else you gave away or sold or something. Yeah. So, see, that's the stuff I don't know as a non-artist. I didn't. I never would have thought of that. Not having enough. I mean, you can ask for to borrow it back. Yeah. Do they usually <laughs> say yeah. It depends on who. Like my my mom has a couple of my pieces. There's one yeah. particular that I might use someday bring it back and put it in a, if i ever had a fill art show yeah the one of my favorite ones she she wanted so yeah slap a not for sale on there yeah, and, yeah yeah but you get to look at it yeah, yeah yeah um and that's kind of a nice thing with lemon street we do a warehouse sale so if mm. um our, any of our artists have stuff that have just they kind of stuck around in the studio um kind of slap more of a sale price awesome, on it yeah keep it circulating keep them making new and fresh stuff so try and encourage that as much as possible and that's one way we've been doing it uh we did not do it this year but hopefully next year we're gonna have one um because we did our jury show instead so jason (laughs) (laughs) who would do you have any favorite local artists yeah, there's quite a few actually I like. Funny you should say that, Jake. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> just popped into my head randomly. Oh, yes. Totally there's, not new at this. <laughs> there's a few. Um, my buddy Israel Alpazar. He moved to Florida, but he was mm-hmm. uh, local for a long time. He's a great artist. He's one of my favorites around. But as far as like local, I like uh, Kelly Witt, I think her name is. Has mm-hmm. an E at the end. She does all these women with different like weird backgrounds, stuff like that. She does like, it's kind of like, character study kind of thing which mm-hmm. i kind of appreciate kelly's great she's going to yeah. be a future guest yeah yes okay. we well, are arranging if for she her currently. will allow it and i, yes. I don't know her i'm not named yeah. i don't i don't i have no idea i've never Beautiful met her work. as far as i know well, but I just, she, I like you'll her see story. her at the kenosha art market as well um if you stop by this summer i can't wait but i don't wander <laughs> off i'm i'm, I'm uh, in my tent Ask I know the person on each side of me. We need to do it. like a halftime where everybody, you know, <laughs> that would be wonderful. Go and shake hands and then everyone's yourself. somewhere else, and then they don't know. Oh yeah, that's true. true. We got an odd number booths. <laughs> go and <laughs> <laughs> or we have like a little meeting before the thing, and just like, hey, get to know who's going to be at the market, like the full year people. Yeah, maybe just have a meet up and yeah, meet and greet kind of thing. Yeah, get to know your buddies. But also like uh, Peggy Rosh. Oh, yes. She does cool stuff. Her her stuff's just fun. It's just like you look at it like it makes you happy when you look at it. it makes you smile. Slice of life, kind of just. Yeah, yeah. I I, I kind of try and do that, but a little bit darker. You know? <laughs> I try to go a little bit darker than her, but that same kind of like mood and like her things kind of like give the questions back and forth too. So mm-hmm. I appreciate that. And then you know I'm a Kenosha guy, so I gotta love uh, Ken Mitcher. Oh yes, because he just does all these Kenosha stuff. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see him get away from watercolors because that seems to get a little muddy looking. Just that style, mm-hmm. watercolors, because he does. I think it's all watercolors, but he does all these Kenosha scenes, all kinds of just like business, front of business stores, things like that. The lighthouse he's done numerous times. The harbor he's done numerous times. All this Kenosha stuff, but it's all watercolors. So. But change really up cool the medium. Yeah, yeah change see, it up, Ken. Change it up. See, yeah, see what you can do. He's got some skills, and he does a lot of a lot of really neat stuff. But yeah, so those are my my favorite local ones. Nice. I mean, I got to see my friends Jill and you know Dave mm-hmm. Kaler, and uh, there's too many other I'll forget to mention. But uh, Jim Namio, uh, Dove Page Anthony, she's Definitely. great. Uh, who else do I got hanging on my wall? I'm going through my wall. <laughs> oh, I got a Carly Lyons piece up there now. Mm-hmm. Um. This is good because these are all people we're going to hit up to guest on this podcast. Yeah. Andy Grasser, he's a tattoo artist, but he's done some. Oh, we're doing all too. kinds of art. Yeah, he's so. got some stuff on my wall. Oh, I got my mom. She's hanging on my wall too. Aww. My mom did a paint and sip. Oh, a few okay. Years ago. 
where she went and had fun and did her thing. And, yeah. But then about a year ago or so, she gave me the canvas. She's like, here, you can just have this. I don't like it. So you can just paint over it and do something with mm-hmm. it. I'm like, okay, whatever. Thanks. So I took it home and I couldn't paint over Aww, it. Because it's, <laughs> it's my mom. Yeah, I can't paint weird. over it. So she just needed a little, her, her son needed to be a little rounded around a little bit. So I rounded it just a little bit more. And then she didn't really paint her, her sides. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of white was showing on the, all the edges. So I yeah. painted like a black background around it. And I was hanging in my living room. Aww, and it's a collaborative so piece now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so sweet. That's so, so cute. I'm not painting over a mom's painting. No. Come on. No. It's I'm mom. Not a, <laughs> you I'm not a beep, 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our cue. <laughs> <laughs> Jason have an art. Facebook. Yeah, uh-huh. where, where can yeah? Well, where can people say. find you and your wonderful art? Did I just say that? <laughs> <laughs> Facebook, Jason Hedman, art. Smart of you to assume we're going to screw up <laughs> and forget to ask. Very smart. Yes. Well, if you knew this, but I'm a good plugger. Yeah. Yes. So plug it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just Facebook's the best one. I have an Instagram, but I rarely use it. But uh, Facebook, yeah. Uh, Jason Hedman, art. Uh, three words. <laughs> gotcha. You know, common spelling, just like the hockey player. And uh, you can reach me through email there or messenger there if you want to buy a piece. Hey, drop me a line. I do not do pet portraits anymore. All right. Well, and you I can... did a couple of them. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they were they were they were cool. And then one of them came out just amazing. I mean, it looked like a photo, man. It was oh, so no. great. I'm like. That's it. I'm done. No oh, more. Because then you got to watch it go away. I, I, I can't do better than that one. No. I'm like, Coco, that's the one. That's done. Oh, Coco. So I did like five of them or so. My friends were like, getting, I was 100 bucks. All right, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I just want to paint. This is a couple years back. So. Oh, Coco. Don't do it anymore. <laughs> Coco has stolen the show. Yeah. Um, but you can find us at the Art Space Pod on Instagram. And the Art Space Podcast on Facebook. Wow. Um, check us out. Yeah. Um, our yeah. social plugs. And that's it. That's a wrap. And make sure you give a listen to my episode. Oh, yes. The K-Town Connects No, podcast. I was going to say this episode. Oh, well, I was that... just joking. <laughs> <laughs> listen to the episode. Episode number one. Hard yes. to remember that episode. Make sure you give number. that one a listen. <laughs> um, no, but, K-Town Connects yeah. uh, podcast. If you like podcasts, you like Kenosha. If you Local. like better podcasting than we are doing right now, if you like people that researched ahead of time, and uh, we're equally sloppy, a little more research. I'll give you that. Slightly oh. more, slightly more. So I would get, get you know, just a little, some notes. That's all. Yeah. One of my but, favorite podcasts, if not my favorite. Oh, Definitely got to check on your that water out. bottle. Yeah. Boom. Always yeah. supporting. <laughs> Hey, you, you've been a great guest. Got to support local. Yeah, you can go back and listen to my episode. I don't remember <laughs> the number. Actually, number I want to say three. I think like three or four or something like that. Yeah, of of I think you're number yeah, three. Back in the olden days. Yeah, you're one of our first guests. And then the Christmas specials. <laughs> you were held during the riots. And yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, pretty much. We we oh. recorded at Dakini Healing yep. Arts, I believe. We started the podcast in mid August 2020. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah. oh. Yeah, like our second episode where there's a curfew and everything. Yeah, and like, yeah. Oh. We had boards on the windows when I recorded. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, those were some rough times. Yeah. Yeah. We've gotten through them. And um... also, I got a teaser. I could... Yeah. Yeah. Tease. Please tease. I am. Donnie and myself are also uh, aspiring filmmakers. Oh, I've heard rumblings. There's There's been hushed whispers all over town. Yeah. There's Ooh. a. Uh, Kenosha 2020 documentary coming in the summer of 2023 Ooh. from K-Town Connects. And Filmmaker. Are you guys filming with a camera? Or, or are you... Yeah, I guess. <laughs> will, will How be? else do you I'm film? kind of terrified. Uh, <laughs> they, wanted, they originally wanted it to be done by this August. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, uh, hell no, we're not going to done this. That's not going to happen. I mean, it takes real people longer than that to make a movie, yeah. much less... Us that has no experience at all, yeah. but yeah, we're making a movie. Wow! Aww, well, yay. well, look for that at some point in the future. Summer? Well, no, I just told you August twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three. Okay, it's coming. Boom! So we're filming all this year. Interviews everyone. Then next spring we edit and get things ready. Add the score. Add the, the their stuff. And, and we're, it's like we're getting like grant money, and we have like big oh wow behind okay. us. Oh dang. Yay. And they want to like send us to festivals and shit. Uh, and I'm just like, oh, fuck. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah. 
for someone that never made a movie and never really. But in a lot of ways, I mean, you think of like famous directors and like their first thing was really good, you know, and this is all Donnie's idea. And he's kind of like dragging me, kicking and screaming. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's just do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it by this August. No. <laughs> let's when, do it by next August. When I talked about those hushed whispers, that was from Donnie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah he's a real whisperer. They weren't very hushed. <laughs> yeah. It's still kind of in the download. So I don't even want to steal our idea. Like, I mean, no one's well, supposed to say anyway. No one got this far. <laughs> well, anyone that listens never got this far. It's, exactly. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, yeah that, that's the podcast. Um, tune in next time and, uh, we'll see you then. Let's see what local, um, artists we're interviewing next as we take this deep dive into the Kenosha Racine art community. Don't forget that we're down here at the Lemon Street Art Gallery located at 4601 Sharon Road. You can find our website at lemonstreetgallery.org and check out all of our great classes we have coming up in the art market this summer. Depression, addiction, the thrill that you seek. Our restlessness cages the fire we need.